Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. How's it going, Giants fans? Welcome back to Fireside Giants with your boys, Alex and Anthony. Today we're discussing one kind of steal the Giants have managed to snag from the Buffalo Bills practice squad. It's made a pretty nice impression so far across a couple games with Big Blue. And he seems to have carved out a pretty nice role for himself on this offensive team, um, on the offensive side of the football, rather, and maybe even carved out an opportunity for himself in 2023 as well. Really sure hands, really good frame, solid route runner, couple plays against the Eagles that were not capitalized on because of our crap offensive line. Um, there was one double move he had we'll throw into this episode that you'll be able to see. And he really just completely just destroyed Ivory, actually. And, oh, man, I mean, if Daniel Jones had an extra two seconds, walk-in touchdown. Like, that's how simple it would have been. But ultimately, Giants can't really get it done on offense right now for a myriad of different reasons. But this player, we want to discuss him, what he's done so far. You know, obviously, the floor is pretty low. Uh, for this offense in general, for these wide receivers. But anyone that's silver linings, I think is worth discussing, especially because we're looking toward the future. Uh, maybe even hopefully make a little playoff push, push towards the end of this season. So we'll see what happens. But Anthony, before we dive into who is Isaiah Hodgins, how you doing today, my friend? Doing great. And I'm excited to talk about Isaiah Hodgins. You know, he's a little gem that the Giants seem to have found uh, midway through the season. And while I'm still hoping for that playoff push that you mentioned, hoping that the Giants can sneak their way in at the end of the day, this has always been a rebuilding year for the Giants. The Giants have far exceeded all expectations on on their record, on the standings. So, you know, you got, you got to keep in mind that the Giants didn't go into this year expecting to be playoff contenders. And if they become playoff contenders, they make their way into the postseason. That's amazing. What a great first year for the Brian Dable and Joe Shane regime. But what we're really looking at here is who stood out, who helped the Giants get to that seven uh, and four or seven and five and one record that we're at right now, and who maybe gets them into the playoffs because those are the players that you want to hold over and keep going into next season because this offseason it is going to be a rebuild because there are many weaknesses that we discussed yesterday in yesterday's episode on this roster. A lot of weaknesses all over this team that need to be patched up this offseason, but. Who are those those few crucial players who stepped up this season, made an impact, and can be carried over into next season? And I think Isaiah Hodgins honestly has earned his right to be here next year. He's made somewhat of an impact in the short amount of time that he's been with the Giants, and I think that he's probably played his way into the 2023 roster. So I've been super impressed by him. Hopefully he can continue to contribute, especially with this huge game upcoming against Washington and some of the games forthcoming. Maybe he can be one of the players that helps push the Giants into the postseason with a clutch play down the stretch. That would be phenomenal. And then, again, I do think that he's earned his way onto the roster next season. Absolutely. In my opinion, you know, Isaiah Hodgins has really put together what is probably a better season for a Giants receiver right now. He's tied with Darius Slayton with two touchdowns up to this point. Um, you know, his money, you know, in terms of three, he's only making 705 k this year. Uh, 392k cap hit next year. You're looking at a s- extremely cheap, right? This is this is a minimum type of expenditure for the Giants. Um, it does not hurt to continue investing in players like this. Six foot four, 210 pounds, 24 years old, reliable hands, becoming kind of a security blanket around. Like we said, really good route runner. Had a really nice pivot route uh, two weeks ago for his first touchdown. Then and then um this past Sunday against the Eagles. Um, nice little route, just kind of getting open for Daniel Jones as he was rolling out to the right side there. So I've really enjoyed watching him play. He's one of the only guys on this offense that can actually curate production. Um, <clears throat> but his frame, like this 
he's what we wanted Kenny Galladay to be, right? Big frame, you know, red zone threat. And the fact that Isaiah Hodgins has stepped in here and actually provided more red zone capabilities, two touchdowns um, across like a small sample size. And Kenny Galladay has already gone almost two full years without having scored a touchdown for the Giants on $60 million per season is absolutely Chris, right? Isaiah Hodgins, and he's quick too. What I, that's what I like about him the most. Aside from his frame, he's not this big, bulky receiver. He's fast, and he can change direction really quickly. He can get open. He can create separation. We're seeing him do it against some really good uh, cornerbacks uh, so far. And, you know, the Buffalo Bills had a really deep wide receiver core when we did snag him off their practice squad. They just added uh, Cole Beasley, and Josh Allen, you know, convinced him to come out of retirement. Uh, but, you know, Hodgins was a gem. Like, he he was a player that just couldn't get reps because they had such a deep wide receiver core. But I'm really happy to see that he landed with a team that could actually use him and actually give him opportunities and give him reps to prove his worth. Um, you know, of course, like we said yesterday, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Isaiah Hodgins is a guy that's going to, like, deter me from going and getting more receivers i'm obviously inclined to add receivers whether it be free agency trade or the draft we know free agency is rather weak uh but he's a young really solid player i think he carved out a nice role um obviously we had other guys that had similar kind of hype around them or expectations before the season ending injury i think he could bounce back and maybe fight his way during a training camp next year but isaiah hodgins has proven enough for me especially if Daniel Jones is retained, build already building some chemistry. He has 183 total yards accumulated up to this point. Um, but just how crazy is it that he has been such a nice red zone addition? You know, when you look at Kenny Galladay, who's for anything in that respect, watching what Hodgins has done, Anthony, does that give you some more faith? And like his, his development is going really nicely and, and he's becoming a trustworthy factor um, in big moments in the red zone. Yeah, I think he's been developing really nicely. And in a way, this is kind of everything we expected Kenny Galladay to be. That red zone presence, that big body, outside receiving threat. Maybe Isaiah Hodges isn't going up there and making the 50-50 balls like Kenny Galladay did during his time in Detroit, like what we hoped for him to do when he signed with the Giants. But the other things, scoring in the red zone, making reliable third down receptions with his big, strong hands on the outside, that's the stuff that Isaiah Hodgins is doing that we wished Kenny Galladay was doing, right? So Kenny Galladay, meanwhile, is sitting on the sideline, waiting for an opportunity, if he even is at this point. Maybe he's just fine never getting one again. I don't know. I kind of forgot about him, to be completely honest. When we were going into last week's game, we were talking about all the receivers and who's up next for the Giants. I totally forgot that Kenny Galladay even existed for a second. He's kind of just disappeared into the void, and Isaiah Hodgins has climbed out of the pits and really made a name for himself as a New York Giants receiver. So I've been super impressed with everything that he's done. He's played primarily on the outside, but he's played a couple of snaps in the slot. He's made some receptions there as well. 15% of his snaps last week were actually in the slot. So he's moving around on the offense. The, the Giants are clearly trying to utilize him, uh, trusting him to do a whole lot of different things in the offense, whether he's running a route from the slot or on the outside. But all I know is that he's been very reliable for Daniel Jones, and they are building a chemistry. Daniel Jones has always had great chemistry with Darius Slayton, but he's really struggled to build a chemistry with other receivers. Now, David Sills, he had a good chemistry with him in preseason and training camp, but regular season chemistry, I haven't seen Daniel Jones have that good of chemistry with a lot of receivers other than Slayton, maybe Golden Tate a couple years ago, but he's building something here with Isaiah Hodgins, and I'm excited by that. And I want to see Isaiah Hodgins continue to get this playing time, continue to be a focal point in the Giants offense throughout this final stretch of the season. And who knows, like I said, maybe he goes out there, makes some clutch plays down the stretch. Him and Daniel Jones with that chemistry connect on some big plays that can hopefully make the difference and get the Giants into the playoffs. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see them get him more involved downfield. Um, obviously, it's easier said than done because of the 
the whole line situation. Um, but he's actually a good downfield threat as well. We haven't been able to use him in that fast set because of the offensive line deteriorating at an astronomical rate. Uh, but I will say this. When the offensive line does come to fruition, hopefully they can solidify this thing, figure it out, and give whoever's playing quarterback more time in the pocket. Guys like Isaiah Hodgins can make more of a splash downfield. Um, you know, Darius Slayton, that's where he makes his money. He's a downfield threat. They've been you know, having to use these guys in a lot of crossing routes um, and intermediate shorter patterns, which have, you know, limited their production. Isaiah Hodgins has done well nonetheless. But if you give Daniel Jones that extra two seconds, that extra two, three seconds, um, you know, seems like a lot it is a lot at the, in the nfl but you know two seconds it, it's possible that daniel jones can buy a little bit more time and the offensive line can stand its ground and mark lewinsky and evan neal really got beat up against the eagles but if he could just get that extra couple seconds you know those double moves that isaiah hodgins was wide open on very very easy to convert um as long as the throw is there we're just not able to you know actually develop our routes the receivers are not able to develop their routes at this rate so it's unfortunate but hodgins has proved to me that he could be a nice little asset for the future and look the giants don't stumble upon nice young receivers like young receivers with a lot of talent untapped potential that have just kind of been disregarded we don't find guys like that very often you know victor cruz is the last one that comes to mind we don't stumble upon these these types of players all the time so maybe maybe colin johnson was going to be one of those guys but hodgins he's impressed me enough and shown enough flash that i'm like okay this guy can compete with some of the best like he he beat james Babray pretty handily in a couple um and darius slay early in the game on that on that early slant so but what I, what I saw against a good Eagle secondary, he looked pretty solid. And I think that that was definitely a testament to the quality he has up against much better talent um, or at least more established talent. So hopefully he can determine um, his future by putting a couple of more great performances on the football field for us to look at. But guys, I'd love to hear perspectives on Isaiah Hodgins, what you think about him, your thoughts, if he can be a nice little piece for this team moving forward. Um, Anthony and I both agree that, you know, he's got a good frame, good speed, good route running. If he can just compound on that sky's the limit for the guy. So 24 years old, young kid making pretty much no money. Um, that's really good for the giants. And those are the type of contracts. Those are the type of players we need to be having contributors because it allows us to open up our salary cap situation for other spots. Um, which we will talk about another day once the season's ending, the season's over. And, you know, we kind of have a better idea of where they need to allocate assets and, and capital. So excited to discuss that one day. Hopefully the Giants can make a, a successful end to the season. Um, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this video. Make sure to like and subscribe as of your day. Always happy to hear your comments and opinions below. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode. Mm -hmm.